This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. A report by Reuters says that the New York Attorney General's office is investigating WeWork, the workspace provider. The company has had a variety of problems in recent months, which has led to the departure of Adam Neumann as CEO. It also canceled its IPO, which could also lead to an investigation of rules violations by the Securities and Exchange Commission. Joshua Franklin covering this story for Reuters, and he joins us now. Josh, thanks very much for your time. I right, good to join you. Thank you. So what is the Attorney General's office in New York really looking into at this point? Uh, well, we work kind of since the um, the plans of its IPO kind of started to, to enter the public domain and faced numerous question marks around its corporate governance. Um, and crucially, what the, the New York AG is looking into at the moment is uh, the, it centers around um, accusations of potential self-dealing by, by Adam Newman. And this kind of relates to him using his position as, as CEO of WeWork to personally enrich himself. Um, you know, he owned buildings that he then leased back to WeWork. He trademarked the word We, which he then um, gave to WeWork in exchange for an almost $6 million dollar fee. The company did take steps to try and mitigate this, but um, obviously it hasn't been satisfactory to, to the New York AG standards, and, and they're taking a closer look. And from what you uh, wrote in the in the piece, this is not the first time that the New York Attorney General's office has looked into WeWork. Uh, no, that's that's correct. There was, I believe, it was um, last year. The the company had to had to change its um, its non compete practices um, with employees that were that were that were leaving the company. So they do have some experience there. They, the company took the, the the interesting step of actually confirming to us on the record that they had received inquiries from from the New York Attorney General, which which suggests they're taking it um, pretty seriously. And it'd be interesting to see kind of uh, where things go from here. What does this mean for the company in general? And and obviously we we're seeing a shift in WeWork. In in general because of the fact that SoftBank is taking control of WeWork mm. now. Yeah, no, it's just, you know, it's the last thing that the company wants, really. You know, it's been such a tough year. You know, it's if you think back to, to the start of 2019, you know, the company took a new $2 billion investment from SoftBank. It was worth $47 billion, an IPO on the horizon, and and everyone was, was, was really amped up for the company. But then kind of since the summer, it's just been a slew of negative headlines. Since, as you said, they, they canceled the IPO, they, Adam Newman was pushed out, SoftBank has now taken operational control of the company, um, and it really is a huge effort now for, for them to turn it around. You know, losses they showed last week of $1.2 billion in, in the third quarter. There's going to be a lot of job losses. So it's already quite a, a painful story um, that, uh, that's kind of unfolding here for WeWork. So you add a, an investigation by, by New York authorities, it just is the last thing you want. Well, and the other part to this this story, I think, is just how kind of diverse the the mindset is within this company of we company mm-hmm. uh, of the things that they were involved in obviously for we work it's about you know space for companies that don't want to you know buy their own property they also had their own school which they talked about shutting down i mean this is it's a very unique and and spread kind of mindset of what Newman had for this company yeah, it, it was it was run almost a, a different way to, to almost any other business would would be run. I mean, their their, their corporate governance was was structured in such a way that that Adam Newman had, had pretty much kind of unfettered control um, in terms of the the decision making there, and this led them to make acquisitions that, in hindsight, look a little bit you know confused, as, as you're saying. You know, they really did move quite far away from the core uh, vision of what WeWork was, which is this you know space as a service 
um, provider um, of you know giving a, a, a you know hot desk for, for people to come in and and work. It moved very far away from that, and I think now what you're going to see that, that SoftBank is um, is in control of things. You'll you'll see them kind of pivot much more back to um, to the core office space. Uh, offering and then um, you know some of the more fringe businesses that you were talking about like the school like the meetup app that they that they acquired things like that will probably uh, probably fall to the wayside what does this mean for Newman well I, I mean we'll uh, we'll see him for, for our article um, a, a spokeswoman for, for Adam Newman declined to comment you know he uh, the, from the legal standpoint, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out for him personally um, over over the next 12 months or so. He now, you know, he's a, he's a board advisor, but he's no longer really has a, has a clear role with the company. He's negotiated a pretty, um, you know, a lucrative exit package for himself um, with uh, with SoftBank or around the uh, the bailout that SoftBank gave uh, gave WeWork. I think he's going to cash out about 1.2, 1.3 billion dollars potentially. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see where he turns up next, whether or not he uh, he tries to you know chance his hand at a, at another um, entrepreneurial um, endeavor, or if you know potentially legal cases um, kind of take his eye off things there. That that uh, remains to be seen. But this is still a company that is, as, as you mentioned before, is dealing with job cuts, and the ones announced this week uh, could uh, be what uh, a, a significant number of people that would get cut, yeah. and it's just part of an overall downsizing of WeWork right now. Yeah, no, and, and it, it looks like it's going to could potentially be job losses in the in the in the thousands, according to, to some of the reports that we've seen. You know, they they employ about you know just over twelve hundred people, and you know we could be talking um, if reports are to be released of, of around four thousand job losses. And I think morale of the company is really tough. I mean, it, it goes back to to the point we were making earlier about um, you know such a, a you know riches to rag story. In a, in a sense, you have these employees who are looking at their stock options. Um, in the summer and thinking, you know, worth millions of dollars on paper, and then suddenly you're you're wondering, you know, whether or not you're going to have health insurance in in a few months from now with the, the job losses on the horizon. So it really has been tough. I think inside the company, um, morale is um, at a very in a very delicate position. So it's a lot of it falls on on SoftBank and crucially uh, Marcelo Clore, who um, is now the executive chairman of, of WeWork, replacing Adam Newman. A lot is going to fall on him to to kind of help help right the ship. It makes you wonder what the mindset is. Of- of the leadership of SoftBank uh, about WeWork moving forward. Obviously, they were a huge investor, and, and obviously they understand that they needed to take over the company because of all that is going on right now. Uh, the, the the vacancy rates are, have been increasing a little bit for WeWork uh, in recent months. So where does this company stand as a, as a business model right now for providing space for certain companies? It's going to be really interesting. I mean, uh, SoftBank now has a, a big task to, to turn the company around. I think you know there's still you know perfectly possible that they can show this business. You know, they can turn the, the losses into profits. We'll see how long that takes. Um, I think for SoftBank, you know, they've invested in a mixture of debt and equity about eighteen billion dollars into this company that now on paper is worth about eight billion dollars. So it doesn't look great there. I think for them, you know. Two questions. You know, can they turn this into a profitable business? The answer is probably yes, but remains to be seen. Is it going to be this huge, you know, multi, you know, tens of business worth tens of billions of dollars that we thought it would be? That's the, that question feels a little bit more in doubt, and the, the the scale of the opportunity is maybe a little bit smaller than than they'd hoped it would be when they first started investing in WeWork as this big. Um, real estate, but also technology company. There is an all-company meeting on Friday, which I guess will give us a little bit of an idea of what is next. 
Yeah, that's they they sent out an, an invitation to employees. Um, I think on uh, on Monday, inviting them to this, and and that looks like that could be a big a big decision day uh, for uh, for WeWork. And like you're saying, I, I feel like for for employees, it's it's been such a drawn out process now. Um, you know that uh, you know trying to get clarity in terms of what was going to happen for for a lot of people's jobs. And I know from talking to people around the process, it, it did feel like you know this decision day was being put back uh, almost every week. I would talk to people and they'd say, it's going to be next week. And then the next week would come and then it would say, oh, no, it could be the next, could drift into the following week. And now it looks like it's, it's finally here. So then the, the, the people and the entrepreneurs and the startups that have been using this space through WeWork in, in the months in, in the past, what do you think they should be thinking about at this point? Oh, well, it's interesting. I mean, it, you know, WeWork we still is continuing to open up, um, you know, tens of, uh, of new office spaces. So in terms of the expansion, I think feel like too much of that was already uh, already in train for them to, to pull back. You know, it feels like the offering is perhaps getting a little bit um, less generous than it was under the, you know, the, the boom times under under Adam Newman. You know, the, the free beer you hear anecdotally, things yeah. like that are, are perhaps uh, kind of falling away. Orange slices in the in the water, I've heard. <laughs> Um, isn't perhaps appearing as uh, as frequently as it once did. I feel like you know the brand is is still quite quite strong, but um, in terms of the the offering, it's maybe not quite as generous um, as uh, as it was when the company didn't seem to care about whether or not it was, or at least the the growth is more central to its plan than than profit. It's a, it's the little things, Joshua. You got to worry about those orange <laughs> those orange slices, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, and I thank you for joining us because I think this is going to be an interesting story moving forward here, Josh, is that this is a company that has drawn so much attention and so much notoriety in the last you know, 12 to 18 months that it's almost kind of has the potential of this epic downfall as well. Yeah, no, and I feel like, you know, covering it has been fascinating and it really has snowballed into this huge global story this year. And I, I feel like one of the, the reasons why it has is, is just because, you know, when we look back on this period of, um, of you know, U.S. economy 10 years from now, I feel like WeWork is going to, to encapsulate a lot of the excesses that built up in the system um, over the last few years. You know, whether or not it's frothy valuations in the private markets by, uh, by, by growth equity investors, whether or not it's, you know, belief in the, the, the vision of the founder at all costs, whether or not it's, you know, prioritizing growth over profitability. I feel like WeWork does, you know, a, a surprisingly neat job of encapsulating all of these different trends that, that built up. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's kind of captured people's attention the way it has. Josh, thanks very much for your time. All the best. Joshua Franklin uh, from Reuters joining us here on the show. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.